I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where this truly idiotic dad decides to bring his three-year-old son to the IMAX to watch the Batman. Not to give any spoilers, but I'm sure you can work out how that went. Let's get into the story. Braindead parents brought their loud three-year-old to see the Batman and were aghast when I asked them if they could try to keep their kid quiet. I saw the Batman on opening weekend. I loved it so much that when my parents told me they were going to see it last night, I drove up to their place to go with them. After talking it up, I was genuinely excited to see what my dad, who loves Batman, and my mum, who loves Jeffrey Wright, would say about the film. It all went swimmingly until we took our seats. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a family of three in the row ahead of us, maybe four or so seats removed from being directly in front of us. I noticed one of the members of the family was a toddler. The first 30 minutes of the movie are fine. He makes a couple of small noises, but that's it. Nothing too loud or intrusive. But I forget the exact scene, something loud and bright happened, and the poor kid got a little burst of energy from being spooked or overstimulated. Who knows? I should mention that this theater was an IMAX screening, so the noise and bass were booming and the screen was huge. The kid starts wanting to stand up and walk around, and the dad grabs him and tries to stop him. The kid starts crying and then is trying to talk to the dad while the movie is progressing. After maybe five minutes, I'm well beyond done and lean over to whisper, hey, sir, can you please get your kid to be quiet or step out and calm him down? He gives me an annoyed look and says nothing and the kid keeps talking louder than before. I say again, seriously, you need to get him to stop. He sighs, annoyed at the prospect of having to parent his kid and leaves with the mum and kid in tow. Relieved, I go back to watching the movie until the end. My parents loved it and I had an overall good time. Until we exited the theater. Dad of the year is in the parking lot waiting for me. The mum and kid are gone. He approaches me aggressively and gets up in my face as I'm headed to my car, saying stuff like, where'd you get off telling me what to do with my own kids? I'm taken aback for a second or two. I genuinely don't know what's funnier. The fact that he doesn't understand why I asked him to quiet his kid, or the fact he waited for two and a half hours and apparently will need a ride home from his wife once the ordeal is over. I just tell him, look man, the kid is obviously too young to be seeing a movie like this. He isn't going to remember it, he won't appreciate it, and he definitely isn't gonna be patient enough to be quiet for three hours. He then gets angrier and tells me not to dictate to him how to parents. I say, I wasn't trying to say you're a bad parent. If you can't find a sitter though, don't make plans for a movie night. Now that goes over even worse. And he says he bought the tickets and wasted his money because of me. I couldn't help it. I laughed pretty much literally in his face. I told him he's an idiot for buying an $18 IMAX movie ticket for a three-year-old who wouldn't know the difference between an IMAX screen and their home TV. Much less care. And he gives me a shove to the shoulder, telling me to shut the frick up. He yells at me that he will spend his money how he wants, 
To which I say that's all up to him. I just don't think it's smart. He gets another shove in and I tell him I have my CCW license and my MMP shield on me. He backs off at this point. I was bluffing anyways. And I go to my car and have a fat freaking laugh on the way home. What a loser. I mean, come on. Anyone with a little bit of common sense would probably choose not to bring their three-year-old son to an IMAX movie theater. That's only going to cause problems. Doesn't matter what the film is, really. But taking him to the Batman... That is downright ludicrous for so many reasons. First of all, it's obviously going to be a very loud film. Secondly, he's going to have no interest in it. Clearly, I mean, he's not going to understand what's going on. And thirdly, people absolutely adore the Batman. It's going to be so disrupting having this toddler screaming, isn't it? If there was one movie that you wouldn't want to bring a screaming child to, where people were really going to care if your child's screaming, it's this one. Surely, he would have been far better off just paying, I don't know, $30 to a babysitter rather than the $18 he paid for his kids to come and watch anyway. Makes no sense. Let's move on. No, I will not take care of you when you're old. I was no contact with my mother for about six years. She decided to move to a different state shortly after I had my first baby. Our relationship was hanging by a thread already. Just before she moved, she went off on me about something absurd, so I cut her off. What difference did it make? She was moving anyway. Also, I'd seen the type of grandmother she was to my brother's kids, so I knew I wasn't missing out on anything. I ignored her attempts for years to regain contact. Some were rather insulting, like contacting my SO on Facebook to express concern that I'd relapsed into drug addiction because I wasn't answering her. I was a new mother, spending most of my time breastfeeding, and she pulled that BS. When COVID hit, I decided to check in on her. I let casual conversations continue from there with an emphasis on boundaries, which she hates, of course. When she crossed lines in conversation, typically by bringing up her past transgressions and hoping for validation of whatever kind, I would quickly shut her down. She didn't want to be no contact again, so she'd back off fairly quickly. About a year ago, she mentioned that her husband's daughter in a different state intended to take care of her and her husband when they retire however the frick they plan to do that that sounded like a good idea to me and i told her as much suddenly though she is rethinking this plan she and her husband bought a big beautiful home within the last two years that they've since realized they won't be able to afford in future i don't know if my stepsister has had second thoughts or what but yesterday my mother started a text convo mentioning the possibility of them moving closer to me and my family after giving her a few vague and wishy-washy responses she asked me directly Does this idea make you nervous? And that is the context for the included excerpts from the conversation included at the bottom. I'm annoyed with her for putting me in the position where I had no choice but to hurt her feelings. I don't want to do that, but I'm also 100% fine going back to no contact if she wants to press the issue. I owe this lady nothing. She let me raise myself and she hasn't been around as my kids have grown from infants into small people. It was her choice to walk away. The whirlwind of chaos that follows her may have slowed as she's aged, but she is still entitled and self-pitying, and I will not even give her half a chance to bring her trashy vibes back to my doorstep. So, here is what drawing boundaries looks like. My entitled mum said, I just feel like we've changed and grown so much that it would be okay. I agree that there's evidence of that, but I'm past the point of weighing out the risks. You chose to leave Pennsylvania with me and my baby in it. After six or so years without contact, I chose to resume a long distance relationship with you. I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings, truly, but my instincts tell me that to further integrate you into our lives is not the best choice. I was at the height of my insanity, so please reconsider. Yeah, 
She said that the relationship that we have is the salvage of the relationship we had much was burned up I'm willing to keep what we've salvaged, but i'll not build something new to find out if it works The kind of relationship that I want with you and that I want you to have with my kids is based on our past I know it hurts to pay the consequences for the choices that you made But you can't ask me to change any of it I've been enjoying making the most of what we have and I hope you can too all in all feels good Wow, op massive respect for clearly sticking to your boundaries sticking to your guns I rate that very very highly indeed It'd be very easy in your situation in your position right now to just say, oh, you know what? Let's just give it a chance. It can't be as bad as before. Surely surely this woman's changed She's gonna be a good mum, a good grandmother, but it's risky, isn't it? It really is given the years the decades of bad parenting that you've seen firsthand The thing is look people can offer to change they really can but ultimately are they ever going to especially after this amount of time like come on she's been your mum your entire life that tends to be how parenting works and how uh, biology works if you didn't know is she really going to change that much is it worth it is it worth the risk or as you say is it nice just being able to enjoy a, a different sort of relationship one that's not as nice as you'd want you would you know you don't want your mum to be alienated from your family but look it's for the best isn't it really and i really rate that you haven't conceded my mum told cps that my dad was in a cult Hello, this story probably doesn't fit here, but I can't find a way to post it to r slash insane parents. This subreddit is my best bet for now. Well, if you didn't know, you can't post stories. You can't post words to insane parents, even if your parents are truly insane. But I'll be the judge of that. A little backstory. My mum and dad divorced when I was two years old. And ever since then, my mother has been trying to get 100% custody of me. At the moment, my dad and mum share custody. A few days ago, I got pulled out of my English class to go down to the front office. At the time, I was freaking out like, oh my God, what did I do? I haven't done anything bad. Is this about high school? And so on. When I get there, I'm taken to a conference room. The only person in there is a woman who looks like a therapist. For this, we'll call her CP for Child Protective. Hello, I just want to let you know that you're not in any trouble. Take a seat, she says. I sit down in the chair next to her. I'm kind of uncomfortable in this situation, but hey, I'm not in trouble. Hello, and uh, who are you? I'm from Child Protective Services. I've received some news and I wanted to talk to you about it. Oh, uh, who sent you the news? I knew that it must be my mum, but I wanted to act like I had no clue. I'm not allowed to say who, hun. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. So uh, what are we going to talk about? I'm just going to ask you a few questions. I ask her if it's basically therapy and she tells me no, but I learn later that she lied to me and that it was basically therapy. She asked the general questions like, when's your birthday? Do you have any friends? Have you been bullied? All that stuff. A little bit later, she told me that we needed to get to the serious part and things got a little bit more uncomfortable than they already were. She opens a file and looks at a paper. At this point, I was thinking, oh, snap, not the government files. She then asked me if my father is in a cult and if he's trying to get me to sacrifice babies to Satan. I am totally caught off guard by this, and I cannot believe that my mum has actually said this to her. She's made crazy attempts to get me away from my dad before, but this was too far. I explained to her that the cult is actually a meditation group based around Hinduism and Buddhism. My dad used to go there to open his mind and relax, 
but he left the group when I was born because my mum was uncomfortable with it. My dad also studied religion in college and he wanted to be a religious professor. She nods and asks some more questions about if I'm in a cult and stuff like that, to which I say no. When the cult discussion is finally over, she asks me why I brought a pocket knife to school a few days ago. I explained to her that I took it over to my mum's house so I could hang up a picture. We don't have pliers over at my mum's house and my knife is a Swiss army knife, so it's got pliers in there. We talk for a little more and then I go back to class. A few days later, I talk to my dad about it and he says that he talked to her too. And apparently my mum has charged him with neglect, physical abuse, mental abuse, and many more ridiculous things. One of my mum's claims is, in the group, there's a secret basement where they sacrifice children to Satan. The lady from CPS said that she was just going to dismiss the case because it's very clear that my mum is just being a bit crazy. But now we have to be cautious about what we do for 45 days. I've been at my mum's house for a while and it looks like she's trying to get on my good side by taking me and my friends to fun events. My dad says that it'll probably be fine, but I'm still worried that my mum will take this to court. Now, Opie has since said that they are 13 years old. I don't know if I'm too young to be here right now, but I'm going through a lot of stress and I just need help. And that also means that I can't just get in a car and drive far away from my mum, even though I wish I could do that. Now, listen, guys, please do enlighten me in the comments if you know at what age do you become kind of like able to choose whether you want to live with your mum or your dad? It surely there's an age at which the child gets a say, right? I don't know because it hasn't happened to me, fortunately. But uh, yeah, if you do actually know about that sort of stuff and divorce and separation and, uh, you know, when the child has a say in who they want to live with, their mum or their dad, comment down below. I'm interested. Now, I chose this story in particular because I know that a few of you watching right now are probably around the age of 13. And who knows? You may well be in a situation like this. So if you're a bit older a little bit wiser than me definitely give some advice for op for other people watching this Listening to this right now who may be in similar situations where you can't just leave You can't just you know get in the car and drive off as op said they're only 13 You guys watching may only be 13 if you're a bit older. I want some advice What should op and others like him do in this situation because it's, it's tough, isn't it? You can't exactly say like oh, yeah, i'm off doesn't work like that you're 13. So what do you do? I don't know Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're deaf because you're a horrible person. Okay, so I'm deaf and adopted. This is a story of a time when I was nine, six months after I was adopted. I was at a restaurant and I was signing with my adopted mum about my day, like any other nine-year-old. Then a lady comes up to us and says, Can you please not do that here? It's bad for my child to see sinners. My mum was very confused and asked what we were doing that was sinning. She said, sign language my mum was obviously very confused and then asked how is sign language sinning the lady then said well jesus loves good people too much to give them a disability so your child must be a bad person my adoptive mum is very protective of me so responded this child is not a sinner he's dealt with his parents death and this rubbish is worthless the lady then had the stupidity to ask well if his parents are dead 
who are you his adoptive mother she then responded to that by saying wow you're so desperate for a child that you bought one my mom dragged me out of there and we just ate ice cream i don't even know where to begin with this one guys the lady saying that a nine-year-old is a sinner for using sign language or saying you're so desperate for a child that you bought one uh, it's pretty preposterous that's for sure all that i do know is that there's actually a part two to this story let's get into it that's not your son i'm calling the cops after my mum told me the story about my last post i asked my dad if anything similar happened with me and him Oh, the rabbit hole I fell into. Also note, because this happened a long time ago, words may not be exact. And also, I'm saying what my dad told me. I didn't know what was being said because I'm deaf. So, three months after I was adopted, me and my adoptive dad went out for ice cream. We were sitting on a park bench licking our ice cream. Something important is that I'm very white, while my adoptive parents are Asian. After a while, we began playing tag. After a while of not running, I wondered where he was. I turned around and saw my dad talking to a lady. Why are you playing with that child? That's really creepy. Where are his parents? I'm his father. Just please leave me and him to our own business. (laughs) No, you're not. He's white and you're Asian. There's no way you can be related. Yes, there is. He is my son. They went on arguing for a while. And then the kid of the entitled mum came up to me. He started talking, but I just tapped my ear. The kid then said to me, in sign language, are you deaf? Yes. Cool. My friend is deaf and he taught me sign language. Awesome, I say. What's happening with our parents? Well, my mom's not the nicest. I'm really sorry in advance for whatever she's saying. My dad and his mom were still pointlessly arguing, but then the entitled mom said that she'll call the cops. I'm going to call the cops, but if you let me take the child to find his real parents, then I won't. Deal? No, I'm his adoptive father and while we're not blood related, I am his legal guardian Now leave us alone or i'll call the cops when the cops get here. They'll take you away you predator I always wondered why he didn't say I was adopted sooner But as I grew older, I realized that it wasn't any of her business I being the oblivious child I was started playing soccer with the kid The kid gave me his email and my dad came over and told me that cops were coming and not to be scared I wasn't the cops came and he was able to prove that I was his child I actually ended up becoming good friends with that kid and we still keep in touch today So there you go at the age of just nine This unfortunate kid is having to deal with entitled parents who tell him that he is a sinner for being deaf And tell him that his dad is not really his dad. It's a good life, isn't it? Hey, I guess that's one way to make friends Uh, this kid in fact saying i'm sorry for whatever my mum is saying right now That is embarrassing fair play to the kid though. At least he's not entitled I love her. Not not the kid that is. That would make me um a nonce. So I, I don't I, lo- I love what he did, not the actual child. Nonce jokes, are they funny? No, not really, especially given that this is YouTube. But fine, I don't care. Don't know if I can stay in. Cut it. Yeah, why not? Anyway, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode of R slash entitled parents. Hope you enjoyed it. I forget that joke at the end there. It was just that a joke. If you want more content from me right away, check out this video on screen. It is so lovely and sexy if you are new around here hit this button to subscribe turn your notifications on you clowns because i'll be posting tomorrow at the same time in the same place you don't want to bloody miss it see you there planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.